Ready Check Radio. Oh yeah, what's up internet? It's Thursday, it's 7pm Eastern, we're here on Ready Check Radio, that means we must be doing the relic grind! Ready Check Radio, that sounds dirty. That's, that just... Only in your mind. Hmm, we're doing the relic grind. Yeah, relic grinding, baby. Final Fantasy Fourteen Square Enix Podcast brought to you by Ready Check Radio, every Thursday, 7pm Right here on Twitch.tv, <laughs> chat already sighing. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, do me a favor. Head on over to readycheckradio.com. I've got the URL down there. It's readycheckradio, R-A-I-D-E-O.com for those of you on Spotify. But if you misspell it, well, spell it the right way, you'll still get there anyway. In the upper right-hand corner, we've got all the socials, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all that, Twitch, uh, all of it. Click, follow, subscribe, turn on those notifications, tell your friends. Seriously, spread the word. We're trying to grow, we're trying to grow, we're doing well, keep growing, keep growing. And when we get to 1,000 Twitch followers, Kronos is going to dance. So the faster we can get to that 1,000, Kronos will actually dance with us at the end of an episode of The Relic Grind. Uh, Joining me to go through a lot of stuff today, we've got a live letter tomorrow that we're going to prep for and get a little predictions locked in. And then we're going to talk about the future of Final Fantasy XI. And what that could hold, that's being sparred by a video from a friend of mine. We'll talk about it when we get there. Spurred, not sparred. They're not fighting. They're not fighting. Chris Montoya, <laughs> a.k.a. Tarkoth, what's up? Greetings, programs. How are you all doing? Uh, I got my PvP cigarettes right here. Um, ready, set to go. <laughs> ready, set to go. Ready, set, radio. Radio, ready, check, ready, check Radio. radio. Ready, check. Also on the line, Mr. Adam Lane. Kronos, what's up? How much? I got Guardians of the Galaxy beat. I'm going to see Eternals, so I'm ready for the Marvel podcast. Right? Yeah, let's so go. definitely are. God, no, shoot me. Oh, <laughs> no. I mean, you want to run a Marvel podcast on, on the channel, go for it. But that'll be one that I'm going to take a hard pass. <laughs> you hard, and me, Kronos, we'll do it together. Hard. It'll be the Marvel PvP podcast. Oh, <laughs> my God. Talk about putting some things together that'll guarantee I never watch it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Just guarantee it. Absolutely guarantee it. So, gentlemen, yeah, I mean, we are just a mere two weeks away. Well, I mean, what? Two weeks plus one. Hey, I'm not mean to Marvel. It's just not my thing. I, I just, you know, I'm just kind of blah about like comic book hero stuff, whether it's Marvel or like I like Batman. That's about it. Everything else, I'm like, yeah, I know who they are. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, no, I don't care about their origin. I don't fucking care. <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, where'd they come from? I don't care. I don't. Is Krypton? Yeah, Krypton? Great. What happened on Krypton? I don't care. I don't care. Two weeks away, gentlemen. Two weeks and one day, if we're being technical, to the early access of Endwalker. For those of you that have pre-ordered slash pre-purchased the expansion or plan to do so, in the next two weeks. And then, of course, we have like four days later or three days later, whatever it is, the actual launch of the expansion. Gearing up, we have the final live letter tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. United States time tomorrow night. It'll be at 7 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow night. 10 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow night. 
And honestly, gents, like we don't have a lot of information on what's what's going to be here. We do know there'll be talk of gathering and crafting. We do know there will be talk of PvP. Presumably, yeah, they'll probably talk about maybe some changes to currently existing PvP, but I would imagine most of the discussion is going to be based on the new mode, like the the more casual mm -hmm. mode that they're talking about <clears throat> putting in. And then we know system changes, uh, which is pretty interesting for, for people like us. Like, we like digging into the system changes and stuff like that, but maybe not something of interest to a more casual player. So... But that's really, Kronos, all we know is is going to be in the live letter. So let's start taking it piece by piece. I know there's not a lot to make of predictions on, uh, as like we have for previous live letters. But what do you think gatherers and crafters can expect from tomorrow night's live letter? I don't, I mean, maybe you get like a look into like their continuation of some kind of restoration type deal. I don't know if that's even going to be at the... Like they they haven't said anything about it, so right. But I, I assume there's some kind of plan to do something, even if it's not the same, to keep them going. I mean, obviously you'll see the gear, even though we already have the pictures because those are on the site now. Uh, so you'll get that, I'm sure. It definitely isn't going to be a six-hour live letter. I'm pretty sure. I, I'd bet money on that. Uh, but I I don't think you're going to get a ton. I think they'll go over the new gathering changes. They'll probably actually go over what the skills are changing to since we're losing HQ stuff, which I don't think is going to... It's just going to be a net gain, I yeah. think, for gatherers. I don't think they're really going to lose out on anything by not being able to do that. So Yeah, and uh, I, if you watched earlier, I was on Ginger Prime's podcast with uh, with Chris and Fusion, and we were talking about kind of the, the same thing. What can we expect? And, and I, I kind of was in the same boat as you, Kronos. Yeah, we're probably going to see what the actual previously used HQ abilities will do now like uh because they did say hey these are going to change to just influence natural gathering uh or crafting we'll see some probably see some numbers changes right uh tark and hey things used to require this many points to to up the hq crafting uh chance but now those points are probably going to be scaled back a little more not just in the number squish but also in hey you don't have hq materials to front load a bunch of quality in that crafting yeah. to get the the quality meter up so uh yeah a little bit of tour there we did speculate on the same thing you just mentioned which was you, you know some type of rebuilding um and not not to say that you know the ishgard restoration is going anywhere like there's a lot of achievements and stuff a tide behind there so i don't expect it to go anywhere some achievements are being modified by the way they're not going away like 20,000, gathering 20,000 HQ items is not going away. That achievement will still be there. It's going to be modified uh, to accommodate for the new system. But like, Tark, if we were going to rebuild, what do we rebuild? Like, where are we doing a restoration? I have no idea. Uh, maybe somewhere on the first that gives us reason to go back there. That'd be fun. Um, I'm not sure what in, on the first needs rebuilding. Maybe Yulmore needs, you know, that lower level in Yulmore. Uh, need some help, maybe? That could be interesting. Uh, and maybe that will facilitate housing on the first. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, overall, this live letter, let's let's just be frank with it. It's not the sexy live letter. It's This is going to be pretty dry stuff. So um, I'm wondering what's going to happen with perception. Like, perception was one of the key stats for high quality, um, and now there's no high quality. So what is it doing other than maybe 
showing you hidden items. Um, maybe they go into that di direction with perception. So, yeah, I mean, I think to. they can go a lot of ways, like as far because they're still going to be collectibles, right? So, yeah, that, and maybe even more, more so now when there's no HQ stuff to to be going sure. after. So maybe it plays into that. I I want to get your take, Kronos, because I did have two possible guesses on potential restorations. So before we uh, give mine, um, Kronos, what do you think? I have a feeling one of mine is one here too. Uh, I I think it's gonna be Garlemald. That was that was my oh, first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I was my first that. one. I mean, it looks like crap in every scene I've seen. So like, I I mean, that would probably be my guess, uh, considering where the story. Like, I mean, I think no matter where your story predictions are at with like what's gonna happen, I think no matter what, Garlemald is gonna get like decimated. Um. To some extent, maybe not like all the way raised to the ground, but I'm sure they're going to need some help building something at some point. That would be my guess. Yeah, so. Garlemald was my number one guess, was my number okay. one. My number two, uh, Fusion had brought up, and I, I didn't even think of this. I, I, obviously, we weren't part of the media tour and, and, and having beta mm -hmm. access or anything, and, and Fusion was. He said, Garlemald isn't very big. He mm -hmm. said, like, it's actually kind of disappointing when you when you walk through it size-wise. Uh, so, you, well, know, you know, I don't know. But I'm like, hey, maybe we rebuild it and make it big, you know. <laughs> yeah, my my second thing was, who says we have to restore anything? Like, we're going to the moon. Let's build a space station. Let's. <laughs> That's possible. That's possible. <laughs> let's let's build a space station that only the warriors of light can get to, <laughs> and you know, whatever. Just have some fun with it. But yeah, th there's gonna be something. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Biodome. <laughs> I, I also think, just to touch on the area thing, I think it's more likely that there's more than one Garlemald area, honestly, than it's just like one small. Like, because you know how you have like. Well, Fusion uh, was talking about the city itself when when he said, okay, you know, okay. hey, this is small, like yeah. the Empire Garlemald capital city. Yeah. Oh, I got you. I got yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I don't think he, I, he was not referencing the entire zone size. Okay. Yeah, because um, you could have like a thing where like you have like the four lands or whatever where it has two. Yeah. Like, yeah. so. um, then we have a PvP PvP and some Ooh. people have speculated uh, Blitzball uh, no that's not going to happen gang it's not happening. please stop I mean it might end I up in it. the game at some well, point but this it ain't it this ain't it yeah this ain't it um so we do know here, here's kind of what we do know in a nutshell though right Tark and you, you can remind me if I'm missing anything because you know I don't follow the PvP scene um, <laughs> I do I'm being facetious but it, we're smaller scale you know uh, than, than anything we have right now and more importantly the classes the, the composition mm -hmm. the roles doesn't matter um, yep. You're not required to take in a healer and this many DPS and this many tanks and all of that stuff. But really, besides that, we know very little. Like, that's it. Yeah. No. We know the feast is going away, so yep. they got to replace it with something. Um, I'm hoping the minions that are attached to the feast go somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't know much about it. Um, I'm hoping it's something accessible. Well, I mean, I think that's the whole point, groups? right? Like, yeah, that, yeah, that is the point. Reduce queue times but and make it accessible. Accessible for me also means 
fun and engaging and something I actually want to do. Oh no, you're out on that one. That's you're you're you know I'm I'm kidding. You and me are both out. Know. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it'll be fun. Like I'm always interested in watching. Like I've wa legitimately watched quite a bit yeah. of Final Fantasy PvP. I just don't enjoy doing it uh, sure. at all. And there, there has never really been even a compelling reason for me to want to try Kronos. Yeah, there's rewards, you know, the mounts and these minions and this. And But even with minions, I'm like, no, no. And I said this <laughs> earlier today. I'm like, if, and I've said this, this is nothing new. Uh, people that have followed or seen me uh, back on Game Breaker on XIV Reborn will know that I've always said that it's just there to meet a checkbox. Does your MMO have PvP? Yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. Maybe this will change things. I don't know. But it's not in a good place right now, even for PvP fans. It takes forever to get a match, yeah. uh, even for people that want to do it, which further incentivize people that are on the fence to not do it, Kronos. Yeah, there's a lot of issues with it. And I agree, like, right now, it's, it's kind of just a checkbox. There are people that really enjoy it. I, I don't think Feast is actually that bad other than the fact that, like, there's a lot of onus on the healer, which I think is what they're trying to fix. Because if you go into Feast, you're playing two different games if you're a healer or if you're a tank or a DPS. Like, yeah. there's so much more stress. <laughs> I've played both sides of that. I've tried to, like, top 100 Feast before. And it is fun uh, if you like that kind of, like, stressful type stuff while you're playing. Like, yeah, there's an atom, there, there's a part, like, it's fun to that. Uh, the queues are awful. Because the, the other issue you run into is there's no decay in the system. So once you get to the top, there's no incentive to keep playing. Yeah, um, you just so park your ass up uh, on top yeah, of the board because, and stay. Because you can only go down. Like there's Unless someone comes up close to you in ranking, there's you have no reason to keep playing, which I think is another issue with like the reward structure, which I think hopefully they're looking at. So I think they're going to try to take stress off healers. They're going to try to look at the reward structure. I think they're just disabling Feast, by the way. I don't think they're like... 100% removing it yet, so I don't know what they're going to do with those rewards that come from that yet. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what they do, because I do think there's parts of PvP that are fun. And I do think this is probably going to be the biggest chunk of the live letter, is yeah. PvP, because I, I imagine there's going to be a revamp to a lot of stuff. And yeah, that it's goes because like they skills. know there's problems with it. You yeah. know, you know, Yoshi P has never been like coy. Although we did talk this afternoon about he's walking around with a swagger like he knows something we don't. <laughs> Like, and he does. Oh, yeah. He definitely does. <laughs> but, like, I think dude has some mega plans for, you know, 6-1 and beyond that he can't wait to reveal. But, like, he's just got a swagger about him. I don't know where we're headed, but I am kind of excited about where the hell we go when the Zodiac storyline is, is over. That's something we'll talk more about next week, our kind of thoughts on the future post 6.0. Uh, but... Just wanted to kind of throw that in here. But Tark, I mean, they know it's in a bad spot. They've never been mm -hmm. coy about saying, hey, something's in a bad spot. They've also never been uh, coy about really, really drastically changing things up to make something work. Uh, and maybe, maybe this does it for PvP. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, tomorrow's a big day for, for PvP, it looks like. So um, I... Won't be tuning in, but I will check it out and find out what's going on. But you're you're not even going to watch the live letter. You just don't care about no, the topics I, I, that I, I got. I got Bahamut to do tomorrow. Oh, so oh, 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 gotcha, right gotcha, there, gotcha, so. gotcha, 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 gotcha. 
Got you. I thought you were just like, hey, this the, is a the because there are there's the game, PVE. Uh, okay. Yeah. I got the PVE. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'm not even like throwing shade and asking that. There is a big portion of the audience that is like, I just don't care about this live letter. Um, to Tark, your, your point yeah. or, earlier, it's not a very sexy live letter. But no. you know what? I can't blame them for wanting to get the information out there a couple of weeks ahead of time. And, you know, you're certainly not going to save all of your sexy for two weeks before time. You want the sexy out there ahead of time to build the marketing and the hype. So I can't blame them for any of that, even if it's just generally less interesting for me. I have two gatherers at max level and one crafter. It's always going to be that way for me. I actually really think Final Fantasy uh, 14 has one of the better crafting systems in MMOs where it actually takes skill and knowledge to craft things. I enjoy doing the gathering and crafting when I am doing it. It's just not a class I like sitting there playing for eight hours. You know, it's just not me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's yeah, just it, not, it has it's a, not my gameplay. It has a um, attention span uh, life li <laughs> yeah. Yeah, limit, yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But uh, last thing, system changes. We have no idea what to expect yeah. on this list, Kronos. I'm sure this will probably be for the three of us, the more interesting of the three primary topics. I'm sure there'll be like a spoiler here and there, a little pick here and there like he always does. But systems, I think, is probably the, the most interesting for us and probably what we'll be spending the most time on next week after we review the PvP that we, uh, we find out about tomorrow. I'm sure we're going to get 15 more minutes of belts and stat squish. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're really drilling that point home. Guys, you aren't getting weaker. You aren't getting weaker. You I just got to really hammer it home over and over and over. Yeah. Hey. It's math. Well, just the numbers. It's we're okay. almost there. Uh, Tarka, are you ready? Like, are you are you ready? Uh, besides Ultimate, which I know you want to clear Bahamut Ultimate before Endwalker, and then mm -hmm. that's cool. But setting that aside, because you guys are still in Prague, you guys are doing pretty well too. I was able to catch one or two of your streams. You 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 guys keep awesome. moving. You guys keep moving. We've had a little bit of a setback. Um, our two tanks um, just bowed out. They're oh, like, no. no, we're done. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. But we have two people that are triple legends that are willing to help out. So. We're increasing our experience, and uh, I feel like we're going to have some major progress uh, this upcoming week. Nice, nice. Yeah. Besides that, are you ready mm -hmm. for Endwalker? Is there, like, anything in-game you absolutely wanted <clears throat> to get done and maybe aren't going to make it or something you're still working on? Or is it just, I'm focused on Ultimate and doing some side stuff, just trying to tick the clock down 15 more days? Well, I have an Endwalker preparation video that uh, should be coming out tomorrow. Um, just need to get some B-roll done on that. Um, but in-game, uh, trying to get two of the three healer relics done. Uh, also trying to get my Zadnor duels done and uh, hopefully get the, the mount uh, for all the field notes. Nice, nice, nice. What about you, Kronos? I mean, you're, you've had what you really wanted done for a while now, but any side stuff you want to mop up before Endwalker? I just finished gouging my eyes out hunting for like two months straight. So, uh, did you get your map? No, I still have to get oh. some S ranks, but the A ranks are done. Nice. So I'm hoping that they don't put a new hunt mount in for Endwalker. I'm really yeah, crossing that's... my fingers. <laughs> yeah. That's, that. that's... Uh, <laughs> other that's, than that, that's just... wishful thinking. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I have a list ready. Like I'm gonna make sure I have like a Wonders Tales ready to go for like the classes I want to level up, stuff like that. Like just some small stuff. 
just other than that, I'm just, itching just having to play. it having it ready for turn in and all the all the usual. Yeah. 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 So really, they. I mean, besides that type of stuff, which you know you prep the day or two before and and get ready to do. The only thing I really wanted to get done that isn't done yet. Everything else, I'm I'm done and ready. Is I wanted to cap off my fishing dailies rep. Uh, it's seven and and just need to. It's like seven and a half. It's like halfway to being sworn or allied or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um. So yeah, I just got. I mean, I got my mount. I got my minions. I really don't. I haven't been doing the dailies every day uh, for a very long time now. It's just kind of like, well, yeah, I'm on. And before I log off, I guess I'll do this. So I just got to finish. And that's, you know, it doesn't mean anything. It's just capping off the rep. So if I don't get, I have the time. Like I've got 16 days, you know, 15 days or whatever uh, before. So, and I'm over halfway there, three dailies a day, 60 rep each. Like you, you could do the math. I have plenty of time. It's just, will I actually do it? I don't know. I don't know. I would like to have it finished. Everybody else is Bloodsworn or Allied, so want to cap that Well, you're ahead of me. Up. I'm still working on Stormblood daily. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, I've always... Actually, uh, Shadowbringers was the only one that I ever fell behind on at all. Um, and that was because I just got really tied up with stuff. And so yeah, I played Final Fantasy fourteen when I could uh, for, for a little while there, and that was it. But every other, like Heaven's Word, uh, uh, Stormblood, like all of that stuff, I, boom, 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 every day. Like the earliest you could make Sworn and Allied, I was Sworn and Allied. Um, yeah, you got you to gotta get it before the reset so you get the double, so exactly, you get the mount. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, I was the I minion, but yeah. Yeah. The only reason I have the mounts is because I was like, well, I mean, I got, I went this far for the minion well. already. I yeah. might as well get the mount. <laughs> Uh, so if we're all ready, let's check in with uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, who is also oh ready, believe it or not. The dude's a beast. The dude is a beast. A beast. He is ready for Endwalker. So if you've been following our show or uh, Sakaguchi-san on Twitter, you know that he has just recently jumped into Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, he got the A Realm Reborn stuff done in about two weeks, which is, the we would all say, the slog portion of catching up. So he got that done in two weeks. Then he blazed through Heaven's Word in like two days. Literally like two or three days, finished it. Stormblood and Shadowbringers, they were about one week each. 58 years old, he is ready for Endwalker. He is ready. Now he's just enjoying himself, doing all kinds of different side quests and leave quests and all the stuff that he bypassed while he was blowing through the main story, Tark. The the dude is ready. The dude is ready. 30, 35 days to go from yeah. nothing <laughs> to ready for Endwalker yep. as far as main story. Yeah. That's it's too insane. Cool. It's too cool. Uh, for a man that wanted to retire and now he's like, oh my God, this game is so good putting so much time into getting MSQ caught up and then going on the record saying, you know, I, I'd like to maybe help out with some quests or do something with Endwalker, like right testament to what we're playing and what we're experiencing that the creator is, is sidestepping retirement possibly to help out with this game. It's awesome. 
I awesome. mean, a lot of people, including myself, would love to see him come back, Kronos. And, yeah. and And even if it if it's on fourteen or if it's on on sixteen, you know, because they're all under Yoshi P's umbrella right now. Would love to see him involved in some way. Now, obviously, we don't have anything official in any capacity on this, but I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Yeah, hopefully, it's like something kind of substantial, like something not yeah. just someone. Yeah, not like a little that. tribute. Hey, do a quest. Yeah. I, I do find it a little funny because I do I think he did it really fast, but I think it's funny how people are because I'm telling you right now, Inwalker is gonna be beat by Sunday, for me. I I'm gonna be done Sunday. So like I don't know maybe maybe I uh I just like me and Sakaguchi are like same breed I don't know, but like uh <laughs> I I'm at Inwalker is gonna be done on Sunday for me. I got Friday off work. I'm playing the MSQ and I'm not stopping. <laughs> yeah, like so it'll so. be probably. Do- I don't think it'll be done by Sunday for me. But I I do have off work uh, for it. I'm gonna be streaming it on MMO Bomb on Friday uh, during the day, and then jumping to Ready Check Radio. And you know, hey, sorry, I'm gonna be playing the MSQ. If you don't want spoilers, hey. so you don't want to watch, I understand. Stop by, say hi, you know, and and move on. That's cool. That's totally cool, and I respect it. But uh, yeah. So I'm going to be blazing through it, but I'm I'm going to be taking my time. I don't have any got to get it done by Sunday target. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a FOMO problem. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> uh, that's just me. How is it a FOMO I, problem? You're not going to be missing out. It's right gotta, there. You have your look, sub dude, paid. You bought the expansion. The <laughs> faster you get to 90 and finish the MSQ, the faster you can start farming mounts for the things that they put into the game and the game. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Mounts. I gotta. I'm gonna Cronus be at the extreme trial Sunday Cross afternoon. Game. I will post a screenshot of me starting the extreme trial, the first one. I guarantee it. <laughs> I promise you. We will see. We will see. Uh, you, you, you all re- baked in your plans already, Tark. Yeah, uh, set to go. Um, I have plenty of time. So, uh, starting with Sage, gonna level that up uh, through Bosja, some dungeons here and there to mix it up. Um, Ooh, wait, 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 wait. So you're you're yeah. not gonna level your main first to complete MSQ. You're gonna catch the sage up and then do MSQ with the sage. Yes. Yep. So gonna you're gonna go do what I did with the red mage when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, gotcha. Hopefully, be done with everything by Sunday, maybe Monday. Um, just gonna go hardcore at it. It's gonna I be think, awesome. I think he. I, he's, I can't wait. He's pulling a little rank on you, Kronos. He's like, you're gonna have it done by Sunday. Cool. I'm gonna start levels behind you and have it done by Sunday too. You got <laughs> the Valor. You, you got go the through Bozja. You go through Bozja. You can have you know that to level eighty in, in the span of like half a day. So yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Do you have your Valors and stuff ready to go? Or uh, yeah, that's that's part of what I'm I'm working on with uh, my Zadnor content catch up. So I'm two six one. So I'm hoping for a couple more DPS ones to get up. But should be good. Um, speaking of talking to, uh, to Ginger Prime earlier today, my man, my man's nuts. My man is nuts. He's a huge Final Fantasy XI fan, just like myself, right? Sure. Uh, he put up a video this past week where he talks about the Final Fantasy Online convergence, as he puts it. Uh, we do know a few things. Right, if you are a Final Fantasy XI fan. We hit the 20th anniversary this coming May. We do know that a few years ago it was a big deal that they secured funding to ensure that they could make it to the 20th anniversary. Uh, 
We do know that they don't develop huge pieces of new content for the game. They haven't for a while, and they really don't plan to at all for a few reasons. Uh, obviously, money, right, would be one. Uh, it is a company and a business. But two is development for the game is still done on PS2 dev kits, uh, which are a you know <laughs> rare commodity uh, anymore, and they really don't want to break out you know, or break the remaining ones that they were able to secure. And then you have the, like, actual developers, right? It is old technology to be developed. There's a fly in this room. Old technology to be developing on in languages that you may really not have a need for much anymore. And it's not sexy to, as a new developer to go work on this project and have to learn old school stuff to develop that has no practical application for you when you're done with the project. You know, why not just go work on 14 or go work on 16 or go work on Square's next thing? Um, so there's a lot of reasons why 11 maybe doesn't see uh, as much uh, love anymore. But we do know that they also have a big announcement of some type planned for the 20th anniversary. Something that they've been working on and have teased this announcement for a number of years now. And it was not related to the mobile version that Nexon was working on that then got canceled. So it's something separate to that. They really haven't given any hints on what this is. So in his video, he starts talking about what if, what if Yoshi P oversees it all now, right? It's all part of Business Creative 3, or Creative Business 3. They do 11, they do 14, they do 16. They do some of the Dragon Quest stuff, but that doesn't apply, you know, I think Builders, right? Something like that. Um, yeah. We, I, <laughs> I guess, and as much as I love Final Fantasy and of 11, and I love uh, Ginger Prime to death, he's, he's a very good friend of mine. I want him to be right. I want him to be like 100% yeah. stupid right and just be like, you pulled it out of your ass, but you were right, and thank you. But he's kind of got this theory that since Yoshi P has said things like, well, it wouldn't make sense to call it Final Fantasy fourteen forever. You know, the yeah. numbering doesn't make sense at a certain point. And he likes hardcore old-school MMO games, but there probably isn't too much of a market for that anymore. He thinks that there's a possibility, Tark, that we see something where these two titles, 11 and 14, merge. Now, how deep the merge goes, he speculates a number of different possibilities. One being where some of the world uh, that we have not seen in Final Fantasy 14, the clouds are whisked away from the map, and we see Sandoria yeah. and Boss <laughs> and Bastok and All Windhurst and, and, on the yeah, other side on of the, the other of side of the planet. Yeah. And then he has taken that from that extreme all the way down to, hey, could you just integrate one payment for both services with that a few awesome. with a few different things in between? I think he's nuts. I'd love for him to be right, but I think he's nuts. I think he's absolutely nuts. And I've told I told him that on his podcast today. You're nuts. <laughs> I want you to be right, but you're crazy. What do you think as we head into the 20th anniversary? What is the future of Final Fantasy Eleven? Does it intersect with 14 in any meaningful way besides 
you know, nods via blue mage coming from lands that we don't know about and stuff like that. Well, I appreciate the hints through blue mage and stuff like that. I don't see them ever merging together into one MMO. I would like to maybe see a Vanadil, a, a world reborn, if you would. Um, and then definitely have some sort of payment structure that allows you access to both games. I, I think that's something that's sorely needed for Square Enix, especially if they make new MMOs or new multiplayer games. Something, um, a Square Enix ecosystem, I think, would be awesome for them to do. But I, yeah, he, he goes a, a little far with it. He is crazy. He'd be, that'd be awesome. Uh, a lot to talk about if they were all merged together, but that's, that's just cray cray. So. Yeah. And we've seen a uh, fantasy star online two when it came out of the West later had a year later had fantasy star online two new Genesis come out and you are able to access both games from their, their respective clients. You can run to an elevator or a teleportal and warp essentially between the two games. Now, that has led to some tech issues, uh, but let's set that aside for a minute. Let's just say, hey, that tech works, you know, 100%, and Square could also do it. And it's also easy to say, well, they develop on PlayStation 2 dev kits, Kronos. Why don't they, you know, upgrade it to different... Yeah, okay, you could. Yeah, you definitely could to get yourself off of the... P the problem is that's resource and time intensive, and it's... You know, it's a company at the end of the day. Is it really worth sinking the money into doing that? Whether it's to merge the two games or just to merge the the chat clients for, for you know, another thing that Brian said was, what if your friend list and chat clients were interspersed in between the two games and you could be in a 11. A little bit of a thing Yeah, I could there. be in 11 and talking to Tarkov in, in 14 and things like that. Now, I know you're not hugely fond of Final Fantasy Eleven, Kronos, but what's your take on where that game goes. So I guess first off, I, I think he should have been wearing a tinfoil hat in that video. I think oh, big time, big time. <laughs> um, I, I think he's a bit nuts, but like, I don't, you know, like I understand that he, he was more making a video of like things that he wants. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was to be clear. Yeah, you're right. And, and I, we have said it, but to be clear, yeah. this was all speculative on his part. Right. And like, if I could get what I want, it would be this. What do I think is more likely maybe this stuff but i'm not sure i i think there are some things that are feasible uh so i guess i'll i'll, I'll say a couple things so number one i i think that it's very possible i mean we have like evil east and stuff in 14 i think it's very possible there could be a vanda deal in 14 i don't think it's going to be the vanda deal that maybe you guys want but it right. could be like an homage sure, sure. To, or thousands of years later that. type deal yeah right and so I think that's very possible. I mean, we already have a couple nods to it, right? The Blue Mage. And then we have, like, the Eleven quest where you kind of talk to, what's her name? I don't even remember her name. Ayame. That's her name, right? Well, and Shantoto's been in 14 oh, as and well. Sh and Shantoto, yeah. So I think, like, you could easily just, like, make that work. Plus, like, I mean, 14, sometimes they don't even care. They just make it work anyway. It's like, look at Omega. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, like, so I think that that's possible. I would, the thing that he brought up that I think would be really cool, and, and Tarkin, you have touched on it, if you can somehow make it where my sub just works for 11, like, and yeah. somehow put it in the launcher. Now, the issue with that is, is right now we also, we already have a website for 14 that doesn't really function properly. And they need to fix that first. <laughs> uh, so if they could fix that and then somehow like go from there to like, at least make it where like I can launch and install the game from like the same place and be convenient. I would probably give 11 a try again. 
Yeah. Just because it's already there. Yeah. You know? So like here's same, same boat. In Brian's video, he does mention that at one point the payment system was linked. Uh, and I brought up on on his show yeah, today that I said, "Hey, I I know you probably know this, and you were just trying to keep it short for your video, but in the interest of making sure everybody that maybe doesn't know understands what happened, they did not actually link." the yeah. 11 and 14 subscription payment systems. Mm -hmm. One is through Play Online for 11, and one is through Squeenix for 14. And they have yeah. two totally different payment processes and schedules. All they did in the past, and this was even back, this was version one of Final Fantasy 14, was if you linked your Play Online account to your Square Enix account, they gave you a couple bucks off of... Final Fantasy 11 for like three months and you got the Hermes uh, shoes in Final Fantasy 14. So even that payment system isn't linked. And as recently as a year ago, uh, when asked uh, about this on Destructoid, the 11 team said the, the system that processes subscriptions for 14s is separate from 11s and it would be difficult to accommodate for something like that immediately. We did share with the 14 team, the interest that there seems to be from 11 players to have this type of dual subscription service though. So even as recently as a year ago, not looking likely, but they have shared that, just like you said, Kronos, I'd be more apt to, hey, what am I paying? I'm paying 12 a month uh, and I can pay 15 a month and get access to both. You know what, fine, sure. Yeah, I'll give you the extra three bucks and go check it out. Yeah, I, I just wish that like maybe they did, even if like you have to link your account and then you just kind of give me like a discount, I guess, like you, you basically just kind of make it free or something, or maybe it's free for like three or four months or something. I would try it if, as long as it's in the same client. And I think that's going to be another problem too. Is that, Oh, that's a huge problem. Because I've tried, I, I, I played 11, I did log in and that was an adventure, man. And people say that like getting your 14 account to work and everything is an adventure now. And it is, yeah. but like 11 is a whole nother adventure to get that thing working. It's not uh, as bad now. It's not yeah. as bad now. The play online is basically taken out of the equation there. But it, it's still it's still a dicey proposition. Here's and, the other thing, Tark, uh, that I want to get your take on, though, is as a Final Fantasy eleven guru, nut, whatever the hell you want to call me, right? I don't want the current Final Fantasy eleven. And I don't think a lot of people that are in my boat that played 11 for years, have played 14 for years, and would love to be able to play both of them in one client or whatever you want to do with it, uh, it's not the current version of 11 that I would want. Uh, the current okay. version is very, very different than the nostalgia we have. It is not as challenging a game as it once was. It is not okay. as demanding of your time as it once was. The The introduction of the trust system, the level cap increased to 99 and everything, has negated a lot of the previous nostalgia that one may have. Not to say that I haven't enjoyed all that content. I certainly have. Uh, but it's not as hard as it once was. If I were going to see 11, I'd want to see it in a cap a level 75 cap era. You know, uh, so Chains of Promethea, you want a class Treasures wow of Adana. kind of experience. Almost, almost, almost. And Neobari said in chat earlier, <sighs> and I didn't want to bring it up until this point because this kind of goes with what I what my thoughts were too. Neobari says, I think we get a resurrection of the Xbox 360 client that runs on the Xbox One series. That's possible. 
That's definitely sure. possible. Where I think a big announcement comes into play, uh, I think a big announcement could be something like they're putting it on the cloud, um, which would make it a lot more accessible. Um, the we, Yoshi P, we already know, doesn't really have an interest in doing Final Fantasy XIV classic servers, but he might have an interest in doing eleven classic servers. Uh, exactly what I'm talking about. Where hey, you know, let's bundle something up and, and give you give you this. Or we may not see it in the West, but they are taking Dragon Quest X mm. offline and making an offline version in the East. And then is that the something that they could potentially also then do for Final Fantasy XI? I know in years past in interviews, the team has said that that would feel like a very different experience for them and maybe not the experience that they, they feel would be appropriate or that people would enjoy. But we, yeah, is that is that a possibility? I don't know. I kind of lean towards... I kind of lean towards, at best, an offline version or a classic version. I can't go and be like, yeah, 11's going to be in 14. I think that's just nutty. I think, although technically, yes, it could all be done, I don't think the resources and time investment is going to be viewed as being financially worth it, Tark. Um, I guess it's all possible, um, and we won't know until the announcements and whatnot, but what I would like to see is kind of a classics version, but with the enhancements, I don't think you can go back to as hardcore as it was and as, as time demanding as it was. And it be something that's really accepted by the general audience. They want people to be in the game. I think they need to keep those enhancements like the trust system and stuff. Um, and just, you know, release the content as it comes out to experience the game sort of how it was. Um, when it initially launched, um, you, you go back to the way it actually was, and that's just nostalgia. And I don't think you're going to get a lot of people that are going to want to play that in this day. Kronos, you're kind of shaking your head all over the place on this one. I, I kind of agree with Tark. I think you want to get more people in, right? And if you take it mm -hmm. back, I think, like, what's, what's the average age of like a Final Fantasy 11 player right now? Probably like my age or your age, Mike, I would assume. Yeah. Like somewhere yeah, in between 40s, there. Yeah. So most, most of those people probably work a nine to five, if I had to guess. Uh, I don't think they're going to want to spend eight hours killing a crab or something. So like, <laughs> I, I think it's more likely you want to keep some of the modern. I, I, I do understand the nostalgia big time. I understand. Like, I, I don't have the nostalgia for it yeah. at all just because I didn't play it. But I definitely have nostalgia for other games like that. I just think it'd be hard to market that. And, and to the, like, the Xbox point, too, it's like, how many people are really going to buy Final Fantasy XI on the Xbox Series S? Like I know you would, but I know you would, Mike. I know you would, <laughs> but like I just, I just don't know if there's really a market there for that. Like yeah. that's that's really my issue with it. Yeah, so like, and I think the last thing they need to do right now, by the way, is bring Final Fantasy XI to the Xbox and still not have directly answered the question on when fourteen is coming to the Xbox. True, true. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be that would actually be really weird. I, I do. I think like we touched on it a little bit. I think you want to leverage somehow leverage the people that play Final Fantasy XIV, and that's why I think it, if you can get it in the same launcher somehow, even if it's the same yeah. game, you'll at least get people to try it. I would try it. So here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Like I don't sub to Final Fantasy XI all the time, um, and this has been for the last. Uh, I don't want to say when 2.0 launched because I was still sub to eleven. 
Mm-hmm. But let, let's say p- just slightly pre-Heaven's Word is when I stopped subbing to Final Fantasy XI and would just pop back in for a month here and there, right? The last time I subbed to Eleven was probably about five or six months ago. I played it for two or three weeks, did some more, got some more trusts, you know, just like go fart around in the game. Mm-hmm. If they put it, just just like you're saying, if they just put it in the same launcher and tied it to one subscription payment and said, hey, and I'm going to use generic pricing here, not like legacy and all that. Forget that for a minute. 15 bucks a month gets you Final Fantasy 14. 18 bucks a month gets you 14 and 11, and they're both in the same launcher. Guess who just got my three extra dollars a month every single month now versus $15 right. now and nothing for five or six months and then maybe fifteen dollars you know here and there uh, yep. no doubt no I, I don't I think it would, would go all the, the way thing. up to twenty dollars for crying out loud right i was gonna say here's the thing i don't think it's gonna be that cheap like i don't think they would make it that cheap but if they did it's a no-brainer at twenty dollars mm-hmm. i think you're right tark i think it's still a no-brainer for me and you would you want to grow the game but realistically you're not going to grow this game at this point your yeah, growing right. is done but what you can do is you can grow your players to Kronos's point by snagging some of those 14 players that have friends like me that are like, Kronos, pay the extra fucking five bucks and get in here with us, you know, or yeah. pay the extra $7 and get in here with us. You're always on 14 anyway. We know you're just farming them out. Get over here and, help, and level with us, you right. know. <laughs> That's the growth point. So I, I think they, they certainly can do it. It's just resources do they want to put it in there. But does that count, Tark, at the end of the day? If they said 20th anniversary, Final Fantasy XI, we're now be we're now bootable by the Square Enix launcher from Final Fantasy XIV, and we've bundled up the subs. Is that the big awesome. announcement that you as a Final Fantasy XI fan for a long time, that you've been told for two years there's going to be a big announcement as we close in on 20 years? Is that big enough? Is that, no. in your mind, a big announcement? No. And, and for me, not being in that, if, if that was the only announcement, I, I wouldn't do it. Uh, they need to make, you know, like a classic server or a remaster, something that excites me for that Oh, it ain't getting game. remastered. I mean, I wish, but some, it ain't some, getting remastered. <laughs> and, I, and that's why I was saying, you know, Vanadeel, a world reborn, um, and then kind of go classic mode and, and release content and expansions and a cadence. Um, and then kind of redo that with servers every once in a while. Um, that alone would not persuade me to to come back. Um, they they got to do something in addition to. Kronos, does that count as a big announcement for you as being somebody I mean, I, that couldn't care less about it? Actually, I think it's like not. It's I think you're right. I think it's not big enough. But I do think it's big in the sense of if you still play the game now, think of how many people you would have to play the game with you now. Like I, I guarantee you. A crap that like like what have we been complaining about the card game forever right mike it's like they don't advertise within their own crap yeah. like could you imagine if we saw a card on the live letter like yoshi p just holds up a card you know how many people see that like yeah. just putting the game in the launcher and having the ability to tie it and if you throw in like like say like for your regular like if i already have a subscription to final fantasy 14 if you're like hey you can play this game for free for a month and if you like it here's a bundle that you can like now pay 17 or 20 bucks I guarantee you get people. I, I guarantee it. 
like I, and and if you want more people to play your game now the thing is like yeah at that point like then they'd have to judge like the add more content to it yeah is it sustainable there's like a lot of other and that, questions that there. was my whole point on this it's a tough when i talked about this earlier I, while i thought a launcher and a combined thing is a great idea at the end of the day it is a hard sell when you say chronos would you like access to a game we're no longer updating right like it doesn't matter if there's four thousand hours of content there already for you because you've never played it is still a hard sell to sell somebody an mmo and say by the way we're not making any content for this anymore uh that that does become a little bit a little bit of a sell or a little bit of a hard sell let us know what you think about it what is final fantasy 11's big announcement closing in on the 20th anniversary of may i'm i'm mr eager beaver watching I love it. In fact, I'm probably because I've talked about it for like a week now with various people and on a couple different shows. Probably going to resub, uh, but I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, "End Walkers in Sucker. two weeks. Don't resub. End Walkers in two weeks. Don't resub. Don't resub. Don't do it, Mike. Don't do it, Mike." Uh, let's slide over and wrap up with some other Square Enix news. Hey, gentlemen. Hey, remember when Marvel, uh, Marvel's Avengers went ahead and said. Hey, we're never going to sell XP boosts and stuff like that in the shop. And then they went ahead and that, said, yeah. hey, we're going to go ahead and sell XP boosts in the shop. And we blasted them on this show for doing that. And yep, called I remember them, that as well. And called them liars because that's what they were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they walked that back. Uh, yes. They walked that back. Shocker. I'm, I'm sure you're stunned. I'm sure you're stunned. Uh, they released an announcement on Twitter after like a month of silence where they said nothing about getting lambasted for this decision. They said nothing. Then they took to Twitter to say, we apologize for not responding sooner to your concerns about the addition of paid consumables in the marketplace. We introduced them as an option for an evolving player base. What? Devolving player base. What? Devolving. Your player base isn't evolving. It's leaving. Yeah. It's leaving. And I hate to be critic this critical about something. It really, like, I'm not one of those guys that likes to just bash up on a game because in my brain, being a software engineer, there are people behind this game. And I don't want to see them hurt by putting passion into something and not having it well-received. But, uh, you know, call it like you see it sometimes. It's not an evolving mm -hmm. player base. It's a decreasing player base. Uh, and we did not see them as pay to win since they don't offer power directly. Nobody was lambasting you for them being pay to win. They were lambasting you for saying you weren't ever going to do that and then doing it. After considering your feedback, we've decided that by the end of today, this was a few days ago, uh, we will remove Heroes Catalyst and Fragment Extractors for purchase. They'll continue to be earnable rewards. Uh, and those already owned are still usable. We hope that this can be the first step in rebuilding your confidence in us as a team. It continues to be our goal to make the very best game possible. Thank you for being part of the Marvel's Avengers community. Not a good look. Not a good look, Tark. Rebuilding confidence. They've need to been rebuilding confidence since the launch, and then they're going to make these decisions that just absolutely baffle me. I don't... I. This game can't be shut down soon enough, in my opinion. Like, and I, I read an article, and I didn't put in the show notes about how Square Enix 
made the mistake of giving Crystal Dynamics this game because they had no experience in games as a service. Um, it, so, it just shows me that so they got actually, a big disconnect. That link, not to the article, but oh, to probably what the article was sourcing as the idea for that headline. I don't know where you got uh, what site or what the headline was. But Square Enix did release its annual report just a few days yes. ago. Now, this is different than the financials that we get every quarter, which we are expecting Squares in, uh, to come in this weekend. We already have Blizzards. We already have EAs. We wrote about them all on MMOBomb.com. You can check out Jason Winter's tremendous writing on all of that stuff. Uh, EA and their NFTs and Blizzard and the Overwatch 2 and Diablo delays into 2023. You can check that all out on MMOBomb.com. The annual report is basically reporting on last year the fiscal year that ended in march of this year and it's just the glossy you know 40 page booklet that they can mm -hmm. toss out to potential investors and stuff like that where they very high level summarize any anything they had this to say uh, in the annual report about marvel's avengers i would also note uh that marvel avengers uh, by the way i should attribute to the correct person this is yosuke matsuda uh, president uh, of uh, Square Enix. I would also note that Marvel's Avengers was an ambitious title for us in that we took on the games-as-a-service model. We overcame a variety of unexpected difficulties in the final phase of the game's development, including needing to transition to work from home due to the pandemic. We were able to surmount these challenges and release the game, but it has unfortunately not proven as successful as we would have liked. Nonetheless, taking on the games-as-a-service model highlighted issues that we are likely to face in future game development efforts, such as the need to select game designs that mesh with the unique attributes and tastes of our studios and development teams. Mm -hmm. While the new challenge that we tackled with this, this title produced a disappointing outcome, we are certain that the games-as-a-service approach will grow in importance as gaming becomes more service-oriented. How we go about creating new experiences by incorporating this trend into our game design is a key question that we will need to answer going forward. So if you wondered if Square Enix was going to get more into games-as-a-service, the answer is absolutely yes, just in case for some reason you were doubting it. And Tark, to what you were just talking about, they kind of slam Crystal Dynamics here for not being little, the team for this game. A little thrown under the bus, yeah. And un, I think it's unjustified. I think it's absolutely yeah. unjustified. I think that the, pers the, the, the person under the bus is Square Enix on this one. Yeah. You chose them. Exactly. You chose them. They didn't like, hey, pick me, pick me. We've never done a games as a service or, or a looter shooter or a looter a grabber, stabber, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, Grabbers, that's Jason looter Winter's brother. term. I, you know, I love it. <laughs> love it. You picked them. And when we first finally saw that this was a games as a service, Tark, we talked on this show about uh, they've never done anything remotely like this like this is way out of the wheelhouse for for crystal dynamics and it makes me wonder you know hopefully um you know babylon's fall and platinum games you know they're the right fit for that so this has uh, been a big learning experience for square um unfortunately they've really missed the mark uh, overall with their their choice I agree with them that, you know, maybe Crystal Knives was the right choice, but yeah, the buck stops with them. 
they're the ones that put the, the IP and the project in their hands. Kronos, they are finally, finally releasing Spider-Man at the end of this month for mm -hmm. PlayStation owners and a new raid and a you know new level or new power cap and everything like that. But Spider-Man, November thirtieth, finally, finally, over a year from launch, that pre-order bonus just cash it in, baby. Nice, very good. I'm just hoping it makes it where I don't have to hear about this game anymore. Can they just cut it off after this? They've made, like that's their last <laughs> promise, right? Yeah. Yeah, their last right, contractual yeah. obligation, right? Like, I, I think it's just to go back to the other point, just for a second. Square Enix needs to take fault for the fact that you got the Avengers IP and you tried to turn it into a game as a service. I think that was a mistake from the go. Mm -hmm. And and we can get into that when I talk about Guardians here in a minute. But like, I just don't think you'd do that. <laughs> I think that was a mistake. But at least they're finally coming through on like Spider Man better late than never. I guess I thought Claw was already in the game. Shows you how much I know. Like I thought he was part of the yes. Black Panther thing. So, yes. so is the raid new? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's, okay, so it's like just a new fight, even though like he already has a fight in the game. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I, I, I was just making sure I, I understood it correctly. Okay. That's that's all. So yeah, I don't. I, I'm just like I as a Marvel fan yeah, and, and, and a person there. who likes various games. Just I'm ready to stop talking about this. Game, fi finally getting Spider-Man PlayStation owners. Yeah. State of play, gentlemen. We didn't talk about it much because we did Final Fantasy Jeopardy last week, but I did want to come back and circle back a little bit because we did have the Star Ocean, the the Divine Force reveal. I'm a Star Ocean baby, too. I love it. I love it. It is, yes, it is very, you know, Fantasy Star Online and Star Ocean look very similar and have through many, many, many years now. Uh, but we have a trailer. We've got some screenshots of it. We've got confirmation uh, about the, you know, the action. The combat is going to be uh, a bit faster than maybe you're familiar with in previous Star Ocean entries. The ability to control your alternate party members <laughs> when you need to. So, sounds to me very Final Fantasy VII remake-ish, where you're bouncing back and forth between the characters, which we've kind of seen that before in some Star Ocean titles. I was very disappointed with the last one. Faithlessness was just really not my cup of tea. So I've, I'm like cautiously optimistic, Tark, about Star Ocean. I love the trailer. We're, I'm going to show the trailer, and while, while you're talking, I'm going to buzz through some screenshots that are available on the website and on Twitter as well. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I also have a little bit of pessimism, uh, pessimism because I was looking forward to the last one and got severely kind of crapped on with that one. Yeah, I got some pessimism with it too. Um, when I first saw this, because I, I did this live, um, I, my first thought was, okay, this looks a little bit like Xenoblade. Um, it got some yeah. Fantasy yeah, yeah, Star yeah. vibes here. Um, the character models didn't really hit me. Um, the environments looked great. Um, and then the voice acting was like, what, what's going on with the voice acting? I, I don't. Um, but as far as the previous entry, yeah, that. They need to nail this one. Otherwise, this IP may find the back of a dark drawer or a vault and just not be seen for quite a while. So they need to nail this one. Um, I'm cost cautiously optimistic. But Kronos, we'll how you feel about Star Ocean? I, I think um, when we went through like stuff that we wanted to see revive, this was like months ago. Yeah. I think I said Star Ocean. Yep. Um, so so I am excited for it. Uh, I really like the first three games, not so much the ones after that. Yeah. So, so I'm here's, hoping. Here's a city for you that looks a lot like Central City in PSO2 New Genesis. <laughs> like so I'm an hoping, awful I, lot. 
Yeah. I, I do agree with Tark, though. I think some of the character models look like they're on drugs, and uh, like <laughs> the voice acting needs to be touched up a little bit, but I'm hoping it plays good and I can ignore some of those things, so it'll right. be fine. Here's uh, Dalamood crashing into the... Oh, wait. <laughs> it does actually look a lot like that, yeah. No, this, this, this is something else. This is something else. That's something else. I'm hopeful for it. We'll cross our fingers. We'll see next year. James Lockwood, when he sent me this promo stuff, was like, hey, just promise me. Promise me Star Ocean's going to be good. And I was like, I, I can't. I can't, James. I can't. I can't. I can't. Hey, remember that rumor we talked about from the GeForce uh, leaks that had Final Fantasy Tactics in it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if either of you caught this prior to the show notes, but uh, there is a listing for the actual product that was found on instantgaming.com. Now, that, that doesn't necessarily by itself mean anything, right? Retailers are the ones that make these listings. And they may think, hey, this is going to be a thing, and so we'll be ready in advance. That way we can get all the traffic when everybody else isn't ready. So it doesn't necessarily mean anything, but we do have kind of box art there, a title, a release date of 2023 sometime for Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster uh, available there. And then to further the GeForce rumors that GeForce unequivocally said, no, we made these things up. Uh, Eidos Montreal has been doing some playtesting and sending out surveys. Question on the survey, question 11 reads, have you ever played any game from the Final Fantasy Tactics series? And then 12 or 11B basically asks, which of these have you played if you answered yes? And has four or five games. Then they say, have you ever played any game from the Ogre Battle series? Oh, and the same yes. sub question. Then they say, have you ever played any game from the Fire Emblem series? Now, I don't know if you recognize a trend <laughs> in the, <laughs> the, the three games that are being asked about there and the types of games that those might be, including one that directly references tactics. But I think, I mean, Eidos Montreal, I, I got to believe isn't just going to bust out and be like, we're making a tactics game. Uh, this would come from, you know, Papa Square Enix, right? That, that, that Hey, we want mm -hmm. you to make this. We want you to make a tactics game. And I think if you're Eidos Montreal, you say, cool, can it be Final Fantasy tactics? I, I mean, like, <laughs> do you want to really just make your own and have to push a tactics-based game out under the Square Enix name and have it not be Final Fantasy Tactics right now, Kronos? That feels know, terrible, ask, ask I Project, think. Ask Project Triangle how they feel. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm high for this, obviously. I think it gives a little bit more validity to the FF9 stuff, too. We'll see. I mean, it's not that's guaranteed yet, but uh, I just hope they don't mess it up. That's really my only hope. That's like that. It's still like don't in screw it. it up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those games, man. It's one of those games where like you have to be really careful about how you do this. I think it's. That's, I I get you, brother. I get you. It's why I'm the most 
like cynical dude when it comes to Chrono Trigger being remastered. I'm just like, yeah. leave it alone. Just, just yeah, leave yeah, that leave, one alone. Leave Chrono Trigger alone. Leave that one alone. I, I go, think... go do Chrono Cross. Go do Chrono Cross. <laughs> Great yes, game. That'd be awesome. Would be an awesome remaster, and you don't have to worry about really screwing up a timeless classic. Um, what else we got here? We're running a little late, but that's fine. Uh, oh yeah, Kronos, you did complete. I saw on Twitter, Guardians of the Galaxy. You are done, or Facebook, one yeah. of the two. I don't know. Uh, yeah. want to give a like a, a mini synopsis and final review? Give it a little score for the viewers. Yeah, it's 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 actually extremely good. Uh, much better than I thought. I was kind of going in thinking, you know, I mean, obviously, like everybody's low on it, like after Avengers, right? So, yeah. uh, probably bar is very low. But uh, I think it far exceeds. I, if I had to give it a score, I guess probably somewhere like eight and a half or something. It's the the writing is extremely good. If you like MCU writing, this is better than some movies, I think. Uh, and I actually hope that they turn this into like a script at some point, like for some kind of guardian. Maybe it's Guardians Three. I don't know. But uh, it's it's very interesting. The characters feel very good. I ran into some bugs and stuff, but nothing that really frustrated me that much. Uh, just like you you'll clip into some things from time to time, and it's a bit frustrating. But just how you solve the puzzles with all the party, how the party members work, is very simple but effective. And then just the banter and stuff is very good. As a Marvel fan, I just really appreciate the the nods to stuff and how it actually feels like you're you're playing a comic book. So it's kind of nice. Q in chat saying to uh, her understanding, one of the comic book writers was actually involved in the game script. Makes so. sense. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, here's a neat feature, and I know Neobari will love this. After what uh, Neobari was talking about earlier. Did you know if you play the Dragon Quest X offline version and you beat that game, you could then import that character into Dragon Quest X online at level 70? That's a really, really, really nifty feature. I'd like either of these games to be in the West, please. Either of them. Give me, just give me the offline uh, one. Yeah, I'll so settle for one that. at this point. I'll settle for one at this point. Uh, let's slide over and do games. Uh, that's the other show. <laughs> that's the other show. That's the other one. That's the other one. On Saturday, 7 p.m. Gaming Gumbo right here on Ready Check Radio. Let's slide over and do Love It or Leave It. <laughs> Neobari sighing. I know, right? Neobari, like, like I think I've known Neobari, Neobari for for many years now. We're online friends, and I just feel like that dude's my spiritual brother. Uh, I just, I just, there's a connection there. There's a connection. I'm like, I like this. He's like, I like this. He's like, I hate this, and I'm like, I hate that too. Like, there's just a, there's a connection there. Uh. This is uh, Love It or Leave It. This is the segment of the show we wrap up with every week where I give you one thing Square Enix related. Could be a game, could be a feature in a game, a press release, an action they've taken, anything even tangentially related to Square Enix because it's my damn show and I'll pick whatever the hell I want to. Thank you very much. And I ask all the hosts, love it, want more of it, leave it, cast it aside. And I can't think of a more appropriate, uh, now that the rumors are just, they're, they're still just rumors, but there's a lot of them. A lot of smoke. I want you to finally lock it in, Tark. Love it or leave it a Final Fantasy Tactics remake. There's it just it's, it's so much smoke that there's got to be a fire, right? right? I mean, there's got to be something. There's got to be something. Um, I love it. I want it. I need it in my life. Um, don't mess with the mechanics, how the game works. Just give it a fresh coat of paint. That's all it needs. It, the game itself is awesome. Just a fresh coat of paint. I love it. 
may have more of it. Cronus. Yeah, I mean, I've said it a thousand times on here. I think I really like tactical RPGs. Final Fantasy Tactics is like the grandfather of all that stuff. So I, I love it as well. Just don't mess it up or I'm going to be very mad. That's really it. Yeah, that's where I kind of like, maybe I should leave it. Like, maybe this is one we should leave well enough alone. And, you know, we had Final Fantasy Tactics. We had FFTA2 uh, on handhelds. Let's do a Final Fantasy Tactics 3. Like, let's leave the first one alone and just keep, you know, keep, give me another Ivalice story. Like, let's do it in the same, all that stuff. And yeah, like, 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 maybe that's what I want more than a tactics remaster. So I'm not saying I'm not going to buy it. I'm not saying I'm not going to play it. I will absolutely be buying it and playing it, but I'm going to go and leave it in favor oh. of a new game. Um, I don't even care if it's in the same world with, you know, the same characters, even if you want to put it in the a time period, there's like right after FFTA and TA2. It, I kind of feel like let's leave this one alone and, and let's do a new tactics, absolutely. But I don't need that same story and changes to existing or previously existing systems that possibly screw it up uh, and then I'm just disappointed in the product instead. Let's. I'm gonna leave it in favor of a new one. I think. Totally fair. Totally fair. Totally 100% fair. That's the way we roll here. Speaking of the way we roll here, chat. Don't go anywhere. Right after this show, we're gonna roll right into a stream with Ms. Fade Death. How are you? I'm well. How about you? I can't complain. I can't complain. You got your, you got the hair all different colors now. This is this is what we could not see under the Beetlejuice outfit last week, exactly. right? Ah, exactly. gotcha. You looked great. This your costume was Thank awesome. You so much. Thank you so much. Costume was awesome. You were playing a little spooky game, a little Aliens Isolation <laughs> last week. So what are we doing this week? Are we are we we're headed gonna, back in? Yeah, we're gonna continue the spook times. Uh, just because Halloween is over doesn't mean it still can't be a little spooky in here. So. We're back to it. I told you in I chat. It is like one of far enough. like if you're an aliens fanatic, you have to play it. Like there's so many bad aliens games. Support the good ones. So you yeah. got <laughs> you got to play this one. More love yeah. for the good ones. I know you got to give them love. So chat, don't go anywhere. Right after the show, we'll go dark for a few seconds. Relabel everything for Faye, uh, and then she'll be back live. We'll be back live with another episode of The Relic Grind next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. I don't want the music yet. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Uh, same as always, Twitter, with one caveat. I'm actually doing Extra Life this Saturday with some friends. We're doing a 24-hour stream for the Richmond Children's Hospital here in Virginia. Uh, I'm playing Street Fighter Four, Resident Evil 3 Remake, and Hades. So that should be fun. Oh, and, Hades uh, is I'm, such a good game. Yeah, it's amazing. So uh, hopefully I can stay up for 24 hours without passing out because I'm getting old. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but it should be a good time. And if you want any of the information, it's all on my Twitter. So Awesome. Go support him. Go support him for a great cause. What about you, Tark? Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkoth Gaming. Again, my first like full YouTube video should be out tomorrow. Look out for that. Um, other than that, we're working on uh, Bahamut. Back at six o'clock Pacific tomorrow, so tune in for that. 
Fantastico. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there on Twitter at MagicMan1. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O on Twitter. And we'll let you know every time we go live with one of our podcast shows, one of our volunteer streamers, board games, video games, you name it. It's all here. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. <laughs>